Welcome to Press R Esports the Duck. I am Zolord. Here with me is Dainty Taco. Malco again missing this week. Uh, miss you, buddy. So yep. another week. Better, yeah, another week in the books. Uh had some good matches. Uh Destiny against Curtain Call. Uh Hijack against Onslaught of Shadows. Inferno Trigger against Glacial Storm. And I am missing one. Absolute zero against uh, Killer Instinct. Okay, I yeah. Killer Instinct, yeah. Um, so, yeah, most of the uh, games going one-to-one. Uh, really surprised uh, on, you know, Absolute Zero and kind of, you know, the team that they've developed into. Uh, more on that later. Uh, but we have had a roster change uh, for Glacial Storm. Uh, Somnus moved, took a new job. Uh, so he is out the rest of the season uh, they have picked up who was it, Jeffrey? Uh, Jeffrey Cray Crazy, yeah, Jeff- Crazy, yeah, something like that. Um, so they are having all kinds of uh moves uh, on their team to uh get everybody into a position that they would like, and uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they look like as the season winds down. Um, let's see, they, they don't play next week, so we won't see you until okay, last week. So we have the 10th, the 17th, and the 24th. Two games so this is officially the three-week. Uh, you can no longer trade players uh, before the end of the season. Um, so your rosters are locked in. Uh, so I hope you're good with that. And if not, uh, more practice makes perfect. Um, first place still lets bounce 10 points. Glacial Storm, uh, they do have 16 games played in second with nine. Destiny in third with nine, but they've only played 14 games. Uh, so they could leap Glacial Storm uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, Killer Instinct with 12 games played uh, because of the hiccup with uh, Hijack. Uh, also sitting at nine points. Uh, fifth, Inferno Trigger. Sixth, Curtain Call. Uh, excuse me, tied for six, Curtain Call and Final Spark, both with six points in the eighth spot, currently Onslaught of Shadows, followed by Absolute Zero, and finishing it all out is Hijack. Uh, Absolute Zero and Hijack tied with four points. Uh, so, yeah, there's... Uh, anybody, you know, can still leapfrog teams and make it into playoffs uh, down the stretch as we go. Um but we had some exciting games, like I said, and uh, we'll get right into that. If I can turn that guy on. And of course, why would it not work? Yeah, as far as the standings, though, I would say just based off like what we're seeing um, from the teams, mm-hmm. um, which we'll get into more detail on like the certain uh, matchups and stuff and what happened this week, but... Um, I know last week, I know last week I said something along the lines that I'm sure KI will get second. I'm not so sure anymore. Destiny's actually looking (laughs) really really strong. Yeah. The first looking really strong. The first, uh, game screen that I've got pulled up is actually, uh, destiny versus curtain call game one. I can see Mm -hmm. King Leon, uh, had a field day on echo NBG tactic. Also a really strong performance uh, with the Jinx. Um, I think that uh, spacing showed us that he's you know competent on a new champ, uh, the, bringing out the Azir and looked really good on it. Um, I was kind of surprised with uh, the performance out of King Volpe's and True Flash. Um, it looked like that they you know were not warmed up and ready uh, for this match. Um, yeah, it just the CS numbers uh, were down, um, you know, just unable to really do anything uh, against the Jinx and Galio early on. Uh, and, you know, as it got later, uh, you know, Mara finally, you know, got online with this Corky uh, and, you know, King Yotas did Orn things as usual. Yeah, um, for this game, uh, it was very much in um curtain calls like hands to win the game and then they got baron 
they took, I believe, mid inhibitor and they made a decision that they then suffered the consequences very quickly right afterwards, which there there were two decisions. You take the mid inhib, you reset, and you get ready for a dragon. Their decision was to go take the bot outer turret, and then they realized that dragon was coming up, so they had to go straight there. They didn't have time to reset. And everybody's already like low hasn't really hasn't mm -hmm. been able to spend the gold that they just accumulated by taking um i believe a turret an inhib and another turret and probably a bunch of kills before that um and they proceeded to take a team fight uh, trying to get this ocean dragon from um against uh destiny and destiny is coming back full health ready to rumble yeah, dragons were even. Three people, three people die on the side of curtain call, and two of them are like really big factors. Which spacing died, gave a shutdown gold over, um, and uh, they they still got the dragon. Thankfully, I mean, which is good mm -hmm. as like a consolation prize after like three people died. Um, but then we had this really weird TP from spacing in the mid lane when um uh destiny was pushing where it was just like it was so far back and you don't have necessarily like engage in your team comp except right. for like buy if she's just gonna like kill herself like eq in flash in ult someone and then everybody just commences the fight yep um and spacing was just like by himself then gave over another shutdown gold so officially gave over like at least probably 700. a thousand yeah probably a thousand shutdown gold the first time and then set, gave over another like 500 or something like literally two minutes later and then curtain call decided to do like the silver elo play which is walk <laughs> in individually every time like it, it just it the was really baffling <laughs> yeah it was really baffling it was like okay our carry just died let's uh, if if really the what the comms should have been okay spacing just ended it's okay we're still fine we're still in a lead we still have like a 4k gold lead this is fine if we have to give this turret this mid outer turret the first tier turret in mid lane that is okay we yep. don't need to die for it and they proceeded to like trist died and then like for some reason vi queued over the wall and then just died as well and then ergot went in and yeah. yes he got a trade kill but he almost died and it was just like why there what were a couple it, times is... in game one and game two where i thought that it looked like that there wasn't a shot caller. Um, yeah. You know, it, it it, honestly, or, that it, or that the commitment level to the shot caller uh, wasn't always there because two people would go in and they were so strong. I was like, okay, you win this. And then you saw two people peel out of the fight running. And, yeah. you know, I was like, okay, well, never mind. You don't win this. Yeah. It, I was. Um, I was just really confused after that play. Like they were, they forced it like spacing forced it really hard and failed epically. And then for some reason, curtain call was just like, yeah, let's just do, do that. But one at a time, like we're going to save this mid turret. Like it's so yeah. important. Well, they, we had, this mid turret, they had a really the big lead. Over. It's not. Yeah. They had a really big lead. Uh, Gekka Rons was doing great. Uh, you know, Phantom Flounder hadn't given up a whole lot of kills yet. Um, and spacing was on fire and, you know, they had a gold yeah. lead. Um, I really think of Vod review, you know, just upon what the kind of turn point, um, so they could go into next, you know, their next match and went, okay, let's not do this. Um, and so talk about game two, um, Phantom Flounder actually, uh, did not go Vi again, uh, switched it over to the Elise, 
uh, spacing went Morgana, uh, which I was, yeah, uh, they did that. So they four band spacing, um, Annie, Cassidy, uh, Azir and LeBlanc. Um, and we've seen when, you know, curtain call picks, you know, uh, spacings mid laner early, um, that at least he's got, you know, the larger champ pool to go out of. Uh, even if they two or three ban him, um, it's not that big of a deal because he's still got something left. It feels like putting spacing in the second rotation uh, hurts their chances of uh, victory. Yeah. yeah, like literally, literally, I was thinking back of last week, and when he carried on the LeBlanc, I'm like, based off the bands, yeah. you picked that in the first round. Yep. So unless they showed their mid laner, sure, I get it, but like. I don't know. It, it like it just seems. I don't think like so because they so... they banned uh, Vlad and oh, no, Silas thinking, round I'm two. Thinking, I'm think yeah no. I'm thinking last week. Uh, okay, yeah. when he just like blind picked LeBlanc. Yep. Um, my thing is is it's just like it seems like it's just too important for this team for spacing to be on. Um, uh, like. A counterpick? Move, movable carries, okay. almost. And it I don't even think it needs to be a counterpick, because in all honesty, game one was just the atypical, like, mid lane pro mm-hmm. scene matchup of, like, last year or maybe two season, two pro seasons ago when it was literally, like, a meta of just Corky and Azir yep. back-to-back, and it was the most boring meta <laughs> ever um, for the mid lane, at, at least. Yep. Um, but, like... I also, I with this like high priority over Morgana, I don't understand why you're not giving it to your jungler who is a support main, mm-hmm. so should understand the mechanics of Morgana. And Morgana jungle is doing really well right now. If anybody's watching MSI, it showed a damn one played it into Cloud Nine. They did really well on it. Like, uh, it seems like. Uh, most of the junglers right now, I think, are a little bit behind the turn, like the meta What's right now. Uh, yeah, uh, well, not even just like it had it. Not that I expect people to play what's being played in pro play, but like you just hear people talk about, um, even like for upper elo and stuff mm-hmm. that like Rumble's doing really well, Morgana jungle's doing really well. Like we're seeing Lee Sin in lanes. Like, I uh, this is kind of the space to like flex that stuff and try it. Yeah. Kindred's really good in the jungle right now. I'm so happy Leon played it, um, because he popped he off honestly got popped off on it. Yeah, uh, um, and he had the right team to do it. Yep. Yeah, he had the right team to do it with. So, um, I'm okay with the least, but the least is guy like you know be using that repel to like do tower dives and stuff because like king leon i don't know i just was, don't see the point in picking yeah king leon was three and oh in like the first two oh, yeah. of the game uh and he was eight and oh at the 11 minute mark uh so that's at one point they like destiny had nine kills and all of them were on king leon uh so he was huge uh and yeah. just absolutely slaughtering people with this kindred pick yeah i how do you feel about the uh you know tank senna that actually threw me off well i not really because i've seen the uh the grasp center was like something that i knew that came into effect like pre-season 11 it was uh being uh played around with some uh, uh high elo mm-hmm. uh center players or that were more of like on the support side than the ad side and i was actually i was thrown off by the build that's why i was thrown off this by is a, like a King yoda special under, really because yeah. i understood the cleaver the frostfire gauntlet caught me off guard but i guess it's fine i mean uh, ultimately, she's just trying to stack and just get to the late game and be as tanky and just be able to shred through people. Yep. Um, because it, it more or less, uh, Ash, um, 
uh, Nautilus is like a, we hit six, we're going to ult you every yep. chance we get. We saw it happen in the game. Like yeah, e, the King Clint... Leon was always there or Marlboro was there on a roam. Yeah. So it, it, uh... it just, it just unfortunately didn't work out for them. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I would have to say game two, Destiny just really attacked uh, the right spots and King Leon was like all over the place. Um and was, was like huge. really pushing his advantage and stuff. I also just think there are some um, marks that realistically she shouldn't have gotten in the early game, but like uh, Flounder not being an actual jungle main just like didn't cycle uh, right. his camps like well enough that like he would, those marks wouldn't be already like taken. Yep. because he cleared his jungle out like there was i think like after uh i think after he got the kill on him for skull crab got skull crab the kill on uh flounder had two marks yeah. and then he spawned uh flounder took his red and then sprinted to the bot skull crab and a mark popped up on his raptors and king leon just walked in to, took them and was now three marks up so yep. i was like so it was just really unfortunate how that yeah, game went Des for Destiny at least took, a jungle perspective. Destiny took the entire map. They got a Rift Herald, two Drakes, a Baron, you know, all the inhibitors, uh, 11 turrets. They uh, really were everywhere. Um, and it was just the King Leon show game too. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I would say probably uh, going forward, they should uh, definitely figure out the champ pool for uh flounder and like what is gonna be what really what plays into those champs like what's gonna be really helpful for the team yeah. um unfortunately i think spacing is gonna have to take some unfavorable like matchup yep. if they don't show or something like or you pick leblanc and you're like all right these are the two champions that are gonna be really annoying for me ben that knows. we know that he plays ban them Yep. And then you move on because he, like, even this second game, Echo is open. He didn't take it. Like, and we've seen him play Echo and do really yeah. well on it. So, yeah, I just, I think he, I think he needs to pick in the first round. And then, yep. like, you figure out what you, who you s save for the, the second round. Definitely. So next up, we have Absolute Zero against Killer Instinct. Uh, Killer Instinct took game one. Uh, Hobbit and uh, Mont Blanc and uh, K.I. Reaper eventually with the uh, carries. Um, Chopsui had some really good alts uh, out of the uh, Maokai, and Mont Blanc did a really good job of just disrupting uh, any type of engage um, that Absolute Zero was looking for. And unfortunately, there was a few occasions that Insert took some kills away from Luminaire uh, that really prevented Luminaire from, you know, uh, getting online with his Jinx faster because I'd be very interested to see, you know, if the game, you know, just if there was a few, a little bit more gold in the hand of Jinx, what this game would turn out like. Yeah, I mean, watching the game, I only got to kind of, like, quickly go through it. Um, I would say, for the most part, the bot lane was kind of just suffering because um, uh, Underdog and uh, Hobbit were just so oppressive Yep. Um, just by themselves in the 2v2. Uh, on the flip side, um, Doom was doing really well in his matchup. He got... Uh, there were, like a roam and then two early ganks top lane that um end up in chops death but it's a maokai and he's just kind of going to be useful yep. regardless um but there was also just some like accidental mechanical errors from uh nitrit in the early game where he was like getting leads and then was tanking turret when harold was like gonna crash and then had to stop watch because he didn't walk for far enough away 
for the to drop aggro and then just died. Um, so uh, there are just a yeah. couple of like mechanical misplays on the echo but overall i really liked what he showed and all the roams and stuff that he did yeah um i have a big problem with the inserts build like (laughs) if you're picking zin zhao do not build tank like because then you might as well have just picked a tank but like an actual tank that will do more i think it's interesting that if teams you know that do pick the assassin um, mid that you know does not have range. Um, if that assassin does not get an early lead that can snowball the game early, it's really tough for teams that don't have that dual range uh, on their team. Yeah, I mean, like you said, if a couple more kills or or such went into the jinx maybe this would be a different outcome um because i if i remember correctly they did get baron um first uh, uh yeah then, they do have baron they got yeah, baron and, they did get a rift herald um only one drake compared to the four on the side of ki uh, in game one but, yeah, yeah i mean the thing baron. yeah the thing about that is like like i said like hobbit and under underdog story were very uh commanding and just mm-hmm. the 2v2 so naturally gang dragons are going to be a lot easier on ki side while on the flip side um i said that doom and inserts and the echo and night crit were moving a lot on mm-hmm. the top side so getting rift heralds for the like especially the first right. rift herald is going to be a lot easier for them um generally what you kind of try to aim to do is um if anything you one your bot lane doesn't die uh they just try to farm as best as possible whatever they can you get the first rift herald at the cost of first dragon you use that first rift herald to get gold into yourself as the jungler Mm -hmm. and um either mid or top whoever um yeah insert and mont block were both huge um you know throughout this game it just yeah, seemed almost like a jungle versus jungle, and then you know, Reaper and Hobbit started to do things, and that's when I think it started to be a little bit of a landslide. Yeah, I also just like, um, again, I just like Ki's comp better, mm-hmm. um, because it, I don't know, they're all just it's all playing to the strengths of their champions, and again, I don't like the tank build on the Zinzao. If that was your goal from the start, you should have just played a tank. Um which like Zinzao is a I'm going in. Uh you treat that champion either as like an assassin or you treat him as like a bruiser. Honestly, if he just copied Montblanc's build, I think yeah. that would have been fine. So um, I've not looked at his build for game two. Um, it was and, different. It was yeah. night and day. <laughs> yeah, so he was 7-0 and 9 game two. I'm looking at the screens right now. Um, you know, they did have a 26-minute win. Uh, and again, on the backs of Doom Vanilla and insert name, uh, Nykert did go range champ. That helped. Luminaire had seven kills. Uh, was doing a bunch of damage, uh, you know, with this Caitlyn. Um, and it was, you know, near the exact same comp um, for KI. They swapped out the, you know, the Ezreal, which got banned out in the first round uh, for um, the Tristana. And they swapped uh, Maokai. Uh, for Malphite. And Maokai was not banned, so I'm curious, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. But uh, yeah, maybe the set was an early pick. Set couldn't have been an early pick because they banned... Uh, uh, my, this name escapes me, but they banned Aatrox, uh, so the set wasn't picked until second round either. Um so they and also the Malphite was picked second round. So, um, but yeah, uh, I mean the game was pretty close, twenty-one kills to ten. Um, but you know, 
three drakes to the side of absolute zero, uh, one Baron, both Rift Heralds going over to absolute zero, and you know, each each carry had seven kills. Uh, Nykert, you know, just was keeping his death count low and tons of assists uh, using the uh, Destiny Ultimate to get around the map and you know lock people down with the yellow card. Um, but yeah, all all in all, exciting to see you know this new team from Absolute Zero kind of you know starting to put the pieces together. Any thoughts, Mr. Jocko? Hold on. Uh, yep, you're good. Um, so, yeah. Um, going to move on to the next game. Uh, we can come back to this one. Um, had Inferno Trigger against Glacial Storm. And... Inferno Trigger picked up the first win. Uh, when I first saw screens, uh, my jaw almost hit the desk. Trinity 25, 2, and 4 on the Ezreal. Uh, almost looking like a project ADC comp. Uh, you know, excellence going it with the uh, Galio pick mid lane to dive and kind of support Ether Twister. Uh, basically the same thing. Um, and then you had Vixper running Viego and Golden Pharaoh on Rumble. Uh, and Golden Pharaoh had a uh, good early game. Uh, got picked on a little bit uh, by Newport 1000, uh, renamed from Jay Herbo. Uh, and KB Jelly was uh, up there in those engages as well on the Malphite. Uh, Matthias uh, ran with Corky. Uh, did not have... Uh, at least he was getting some kills uh, and some, you know, assistance from the Graves pick by Newport 1000. Uh, so it was good to see Matthias kind of have a, a different type game uh, than usual. Um, Inner Asian, uh, you know, did fine, 5, 6, and 3. Denied had a rough spot for sure. 1, 12, and 6 uh, on the... Nautilus, and you could tell he was just not really comfortable uh, because the Galio got taken away. And so that was basically game one. Uh, Inferno, yeah, no worries. So, talking about Inferno Trigger uh, and Glacial Storm, game one, um, it looked like Inferno Trigger. Did get uh, four dragons, got soul, uh, got both Rift Heralds, got a Baron, uh, took two inhibs. So they really had control of this game uh, from the get-go and just never let off the gas pedal. Yeah, uh, Pharaoh had a really nice uh, 2v1, 2v1 top lane. Though, I, mm, my problem with game one is Herbo went turbo. <laughs> and not in a good way. Like, there's a play bot lane where they literally, where they just like, I, I don't even think they killed anyone, and they're on their way out, and Herbo like runs in, like he's gonna kill these two people by himself, and just like the Viego was there, and to be honest, even if the Viego wasn't there, I'm pretty sure they trade go 1-1 one, one, which mm -hmm. he then proceeds to give a shutdown over to Ezreal and Ezreal had already received a shut shutdown from inner Asian and now like at one point I just looked and Trinity was like 6-1 had all the kills on her and uh had all the kills on her um and like part 100% participation and it was just like uh i don't see this bot lane going anywhere <laughs> like and then it just snowballed from there um yeah. all i will say like the level one in this game realistically should never work because if everybody leaves the fountain on time galio left the fountain late and then paused in the mid lane for a second before getting there if 
everybody sprint if everybody left the uh left the fountain at the exact same time Galia was spotted out yeah the them running into that bush and it would have been avoided um so that's why you make sure you have all your items before you leave the fountain and you let go uh other than that like Trini just like honestly had like probably the best game of her uh, that we've seen from her so far yeah. i would even say game two was up there but then like there was some unfortunate decisions that were yep. made but uh for sure this was uh, probably she's, she's done this before on jen uh she's done this before on caitlin um so it's it's no surprise it's just when it's gonna happen yeah um yeah, she had an amazing series. Uh, Ether Twister once, like, after he died three times in a row, um, started to die a little bit less. And uh, I would say, like... The tank yeah, items started happening. Yeah, tank items started to happen. And, like, his, his, uh, his ints or his deaths weren't for nothing anymore mm -hmm. because like Ezreal was really far ahead um but like again golden pharaoh got did really well um i would say if far as to like say one thing about excellence in this game i think he could have used his ult a little bit more aggressively um and like ulted top lane a few times because mm -hmm. like pharaoh got yeah, they were they were picking on a, a couple bit. of times where like a couple of them were just like him not warding like well at all. Like he had a he he had a pink in the river, but it's like my dude, they can come from tri bush easily yep. because you've shoved this malphite under turret every chance every you time. get. Yeah, well, rumble's like, a pushing he, champ. All he needed to do was literally put a ward. Every time he had a ward, put it over by the Krug pit, and you would see the uh, you would see the graves coming your way every time. You don't even need a ward tribush; just ward the potential spots that mm -hmm. where you think the jungler could come from. Also, then you spot him out at Krugs. You get out. Your team knows where he is, and then your team gets to do something in a different side of the map. Yep. So, like, uh. The Corky roamed on to him. Like, I mean, I'm a little disappointed in Glacial Storm for not recognizing that every time that Malphite ult was up, one of them, Corky or Grave, should have been up yeah. there killing that Rumble based on how far he was pushed up. Yeah. And no one, and they just didn't Pharaoh do that. Was, Pharaoh was also walking outside of his ult after dropping it, uh, which, you know, allowed KB Jelly and Newport. Uh, to follow after him, so they weren't standing in the alt either. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. I I think you said before, like, uh, deny just yep. seemed lost off of the Galio, and I hundred percent agree. It like, it, we're still building chem tank for some reason. Um. Even though it got nerfed, and we're not even seeing, like, uh, in the ki uh absolute zero or uh, yeah yeah absolute zero game uh the udir didn't even build it like it's it's not as great as it once was as what it was and uh, it's kind of now because he's supposed to be like this engage in the bot lane and he's supposed to be playing like aggressive mm -hmm. especially when you are taking ignite and your trist had this lead and the and to be honest, either choice was kind of running it down. Yeah. Um, but he just like died a few times and then like stopped playing, doing what his champ needed mm -hmm. to do. Um, nope. And then continued build chem tank and just never used it at, to engage. And I'm like, you've got uh, the KB like, jelly engage or the, you know, Matthias yeah. package engage. So, yeah, it's like you're the tank, dude. You gotta go in. Yeah. Like you dying and your and your Corky and your Graves and your uh Tristana getting kills is a win. Is a win. 
as a support. If if yep. you gave your life, did all you could do, and your carries kill everyone, that's a win. For sure. Like um and it just yeah. It just it just seems like just seems like some of us are not choosing not to look at what's meta and what is like the appropriate build paths. So um, look at uh, game two because uh, we saw the inverse happen. Uh, Glacial Storm uh, pulled an audible, uh, sent KB Jelly into the jungle uh, on Sejuani, uh, and then threw Matthias on the Galio pick. Uh, Inner Asian went Twitch, Denied went Lulu, and Newport 1000 went Vane top lane. Uh, and so it was the, okay, we're going to, you know, pick something that's completely, you know, doesn't see a lot of play uh, and hope for the best. And, you know, Trinity, you know, Etherswister, uh, you know, Golden Pharaoh was doing great on Kennen. Uh, you know, Vixper was doing fairly well on Kane. Excellence went set into the Galio mid lane. And all was well. Uh, you know, Inferno Trigger was doing great, uh, getting kills where they needed to. Uh, you know, had dragons, they had the Baron, uh, you know, they had turret control. And then they decided to start fighting uh, when. You know, their form of crowd control wasn't there. Um, and Newport 1000 had, you know, huge CS. Um, you know, was, I think at this point, probably already had eight or nine kills. Uh, just because Vayne is going to get kills eventually. Uh, and then these little skirmishes that started happening allowed Vayne to, you know, continue that snowball. Uh, and, you know, really... I think one that I don't know. I know she had one delayed pinnacle and there was a team fight in like three fourths of the way through. Uh, there was a quadra um, and it just skyrocketed vein to where nobody could deal with that damage, uh, especially when they were, you know, uh, the team fights were not five V five. Yeah. Like they, it was winning every five V five or, yep having a lot of people i mean the kills were even 31 31 and the gold when it was all said and done uh glacial storm by you know not even over a thousand gold yeah no like a hundred percent this was um it's game to lose and uh because they got very far ahead they got ahead again um they were, I would actually say, like, the early game went to Glacial Storm, and then um, finally the Kane got his form. Mm-hmm. This is the second Kane this week that I'm like, again, why are we picking Kane and then not ganking the lanes that are going to get us form? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> you're like, you're trying to get Red Kane, go find the Sejuani and fight. Go just tap the galio like or just go gank a lane and then majority of the time get your like orbs from like go gank bot lane tap those guys a few times and then go fight the sejuani the majority of the time Mm -hmm. or the galio the majority of the time and get your red form like we've just seen like two canes in a row just farm for like ever and just not get form until like I guess it, the time comes up. I'm not even sure they're getting form on like actually getting the passive orbs at this yeah. point. Um, but it did come online. I was actually like really confused by the set mid lane. Um, and then why he built Bork first was also confusing. I was kind of just like, I wish you just went like chem tank first or whatever tank I am you mm-hmm. wanted. And just like started stacking that stuff and not being squishy as all hell because he got like he got ganked a lot like because th- I mean yeah Galio you're, you're dependent Sejuani, upon that set that's w. a crazy combo and for him to just like not have flash and being in the middle of the lane just is like suicide so um her uh 
Newport and uh, Farrow had some nice one v one trades at the top and top yeah. lane where one would both would die, but they would trade kill. Um, bot lane, bot lane. I feel like uh, Trini and Ether Twister should have done way better. Um, there was a play in the bot lane where uh, I watched. I don't know. You've got interagent with eight deaths and denied with nine. Yeah, but like the thing is, is I just feel like it should have been worse than that because, like, there was, I mean, for example, there was a play where I do not think Treasure died whatsoever in this whole play. And, um, actually, they got, I believe, denied killed the Lux afterwards. So, technically, it was a win for the Glacial Storm bot lane. Um, but, what happened was that Twitch ulted and let his and like his full ult went out and uh procked his E uh, on uh training as well. And the exhaust from the Lux came out after all this had happened mm-hmm. and had exhaust this whole time. And then like QE ults kills the Twitch, like I think Trini had already died and then Lulu ults herself and like kills and then minions help her kill the Lux. And I'm like, it's exhaust the Twitch while the ult's going off and you kill both of them and we move on. I'm like, why are we holding the exhaust? Uh, Like, I don't know. It just, just hearing comes mistakes were made. It just, it just like didn't make sense. And also, why is the Lulu ulting herself and not the Twitch? Like, the the these supports are greedy. That's all I'm saying. Support these supports are greedy, and you're supposed to be playing for your ADCs. And yeah. the exhaust coming out that late set does not say that that you're playing for your AC to me. And the Lulu ulting herself instead of the Twitch says the same thing. So that's just how I feel about yep. that. Um, ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, the uh, uh, it like kind of threw the game by taking a uh, I think it was like a 3v4 in the mid lane without yeah. their set and their cannon right next to them, and they end and Ezreal end up giving over like a massive shutdown gold to the vein, and then it then literally like after that two minutes later probably uh they took another one again where it just was like you guys are putting all your cards into this you're putting all your eggs into the mm-hmm. potential lux queue to hit the vein right when there's a galio ult that's going to come down and there you go dropping fine and you're back yep always once <laughs> always two there are uh so galio dropping down yeah galio coming down lulu's gonna ult the vein and you're expecting the more <laughs> you're expecting the uh Lux to, like i i i just was so i you literally just need to pull up and be like, "All right, guys, we're we're winning this game. We have no reason to have people in side lanes because we're winning the five v fives. Just go to the objective, win the team fight again, and then win the game." It just like yeah, it was just really unfortunate to see them take two fights in a row where they just didn't have set or cannon ready to fight on this vein and then of course like a really fed vein with like this type of support to her is gonna gonna do really well and yeah everybody was uh gonna be lined up in front of vein yeah uh so the last match uh that uh wookie monster and i casted on monday was onslaught of shadows against uh hijack this was a split, fortunately for Hijack, to keep them uh, keep the playoff dreams alive. Uh, but game one, uh, Onslaught of Shadows uh, took it 
pretty handily. A uh, little bit of a questionable pick in the Zach top lane. Did not have a uh, good game against Gecko H2O. There were complaints of, you know, some packet loss and uh, some, you know, high high ping times there. Uh, but Gecko, you know, getting that uh, first kill onto Zach, uh, you know, was huge. And uh, Gecko was showed that he really knows how to play that Mordekaiser. Um, Doom Articuno uh, played Malzahar, didn't do too shabby. Uh, Satisfate 5 0 and 8 uh, played really well on Kaisa. And then Thrills Rudder uh, brought out his Nocturne again uh, to deal with, uh, you know, the squishy bot lane, whether that was Nafi or Mami Senpai or Bonkers. Um, you know, it had three targets to go after uh, in any team fight or just in laning phase. So. Uh, nothing really a Zach or a, you know Kane can do to prevent Nocturne from going in. Yeah, uh, again, I really hate the Kane pick. If you're not gonna try to get red form, I don't know why you're playing this champ. Or if you're not gonna try to get form in general, I don't know why you're playing this champ. You have three people you can hit on the Ami team to get your form: bot, jungle, and top. I get Top's not doing well, but you could have done that early. You could have gone up there early and hit him a couple of times. You could try to go find the Nocturne, hit him a few times, and then dash over a wall and leave. You can go gank the bot lane, which <laughs> you have two forms of CC in your own bot lane to help set you up to hit their yep. Nautilus so you can get red form. Like... I I was watching this game. And I'm pretty sure I typed to you guys. Typed you to you saying it's literally 15 minutes in the game, yep. and this Kane has still not gotten form yet. Like this is insane. Um, if I remember correctly, Bonkers was doing really well in the matchup. Yeah, was Bonkers actually was pretty doing, big. Was getting really big, but then they took a drag fight where no one was set up correctly because the bot lane was on the bot side of the pit and then mm -hmm. bonkers and kane and i believe zach were on the top side of the pit and bonkers just like walked in and died instantly and then the bot lane can't really isn't really the bot lane you want to pinch their team right so like it just it just really just went from bad to worse really quickly yeah. for them. Um, so the Zach, I the Zach, I'm not like super bothered by. It's it is supposed to be a good pick um, in top lane, uh, but yeah, I think just like there were even some like plays where like I the stream would be on top and like Zach would e forward yeah. into the Morikaiser and like yep. regardless of like packet loss or whatever i'm just trying to understand how like that e is a good choice to be yeah with. The, an e so, as soon as you step back and then a q follow up yeah uh, you're gonna take a bunch of damage and regardless you know that mord was near full health every time that play happened yeah so like because the thing is is like you even see him use his pullback like, right. the moment you do that, he's just going to pull you back into himself. Yep. Pro like, proc everything so he can proc his passive, and then the little, like, the shield circular w. thing yep. will be around him doing yep. more damage. Um, I'll say, like, uh, for the most part, Thrills had a really free game because the jungle, like I said, the jungle just didn't exist on the other side. Yeah. And you're playing Nocturne, so, like you're just going to be like helpful regardless yep. um especially into like the three squishy yeah they have on there. I don't even two spend, that are immobile i don't spend a whole lot of time on this game uh cuz yeah. it was just a a stomp you know 15k gold lead at the end uh just felt bad for hijack uh but i felt like that they kind of put themselves into the situation um and I, I could be eating my words, you know, if this 
you know, Vigar got to the late game and was huge, uh, but it just did not happen at all. Yeah, the problem with this team is that they have, like, um, Zach scales well, uh, Vigar scales well, scales well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, again, if you're doing, if, if you're trying to do this thing where, like, your jungle um mid are supposed to have like the early to like early game like uh pressure or yeah early game like um uh well i yeah, think that i think that works because bonkers is is we've seen him typically get early leads and we've seen king wolfie you know on a carry you know if he does get an early lead he is fantastic um so you'd want king wolfie to kind of camp bonkers and get him leads uh, to get you into that mid to late game. Uh, but Gecko was just really abusing Tricky uh, topside. So, yeah. you know, there was, even if Bonkers had 10 kills, I'm not sure that, you know, he'd be able to deal with a Mord in a one verse one. Yeah. I mean, hypothetically, it would be like uh, the Kane would be kind of the one that would eventually have to be the one that deals with the Mordgeiser. Yep. Which honestly would be totally fine. I think totally fine for uh, this team because, like, you just would have the uh, Zach off to the side or something, mm-hmm. and the moment the Nocturne ults in, the yeah. Zach just kind of blops on top of like the area where he is. Vigar yeah. Cage went up, and like Ari kind of just gets to dash around and stuff. While you have kind of this like. Uh, once Doom Arcuna ults, he's locked. Like, uh, that's yep. the worst part about that's the worst part about Malzar ult is you lock someone Just down, but you're tax. also locked down as well. Yep. Um, so it's also very scary for yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I mean I I said this previously on like I may I don't I've actually I'm not even sure if I said it during the episode <laughs> or prior to the episode, but. Um, I feel like a lot of the junglers are a little slow right now on what's good in the meta. Like, I don't yeah. think Kane's, like, busted in the meta. Maybe come next patch when these Gorb Drinker changes come in, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be better. But, like, Diana's really good in the meta. Yeah. Morgana jungle's really good in the meta. Right now, I've even heard that, like, Rumble can be flexed to, like, four positions at this point. Um, so yeah, like there are junglers that we're not seeing that are really good in the meta. Like, I mean, yeah. uh, for example, um, I'm sure why they prioritize Morgana so heavily in this, uh, on the side of hijack is because they didn't want to give it to thrills who had a really good game last week mm-hmm. on Morgana jungle. So, so let's, it's, it's just like. I feel like everybody's a little slow on the yeah. tick right now. So let's chat game two. Uh, we saw Onslaught of Shadows uh, go kind of the same way uh, Glacial Storm did. Uh, so the Rudder Brothers must have had uh, some some communications about what uh, each team was going to do, or, or maybe they both just decided to uh, flex their muscles uh, in between games. Uh, but Onslaught of Shadows... Went Ramus Jungle, Cassidan Top, Caitlyn Mid, Kaisa ADC, and Nautilus Support. And at five minutes, five seconds, which they is. Lane yeah, they lane swapped. Gecko I H2O was so happy mid. that blew up in their face, though. Like, no <laughs> joke. I was like. Oh look, the Caitlyn died into the into the melee matchup top. Oh, this was an interesting choice that we made here on Slash yep. Shadows. Like, uh, but yeah, all that uh, was banned was uh, like. We saw a second game where Tricky, or not Tricky, but uh, where Set uh, was kind of a thing. Uh, Ten six and fourteen. Uh, King yeah, Wolfie he did much better in this. Yeah, King Wolfie yeah. on the Graves. Ten two and nine. Uh, Bonkers brought out, brought out the Vlad, and the Vlad was 
the uh, I believe second pick overall on the side of Hajak, and it, I, even the caster desk thought, okay, this flat is going top uh, into oh, the hands no. of Tricky. It, it's gonna go. It's gonna go mid every time. Uh, I um, mean, there's been a lot of Vlad tops as of late, but yeah, I just. Uh, I mean, have we? No, I think we've only maybe seen maybe not in press R, but in solo queue and oh yeah 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 because uh, Vlad's been good for like a while now yep. um but no one has picked it I know the only per the only two people there's been lots of bands so far... there's been a lot of Vlad bands yeah well I mean because I believe Hippie picked it one game mm-hmm. um which wouldn't surprise me I mean and this was also kind of took it away from Gecko H2O also thing. yeah um. Yeah, because actually I know Gecko was talking about playing it yep. when he was originally in mid lane. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think like it's a weird strat or a weird attempt because the Vlad was bullying the Caitlyn in the mid lane pre five minutes mm-hmm. really hard as well. So like this was uh, I I don't know if this was a hey let's try something or if it was like a serious like oh we're gonna win with this yeah it's like. I mean, they started uh, to make a comeback, and just there were some team fights where Graves and Set got a bunch of kills, um, and the W from Set was keeping him alive forever. Uh, and then they had Bonkers who could pool and you know come back at a higher health. So, yeah, my thing is, is just like regardless of if this team can get to late game, it is such a scary, scary game for Caitlyn and for. Yeah. Uh, Kaisa. Kaisa, like so scary. Unless you're, and she went lethality, Caitlyn. Like, if that net does not connect on something, and you like, and you don't have flash, you're dead every yep. time, every time. And we saw that in top lane. She died a lot. <laughs> uh, she died a lot for because the set was able to catch her out. Yeah. Um, a couple of times because she like either misnetted or something or didn't have flash. And it just really kind of bit her in the butt. And I, I mean, I didn't get to watch the full game, but like what I saw in the it's, early it was game a really good was game. just like, it's just like, I just don't see this going there. I just, yeah. yeah, I I'm sure, I'm sure like there's some like throws at some point and like well, this some was plays or whatnot, but like this was, again, you know, eighth place first 10th place. So, uh, you know, Interesting to see them go one one, and you know, kind of just how that played out, and the team comps that each team ran with. Yeah, I kind of wish they just, you know, did been like the normal people and picked like Tristana <laughs> mid or like Lucian mid. Like that would yeah. be way better, and not so grief or troll. Um, yeah, like. Both of those have more reliable escapes or dashes. Uh, uh, also, I just I feel like yeah. I mean, the Malzahar was up, you know, still. Yeah, all all the champs that he plays were up except yeah. Anivia, and they chose to do this. So maybe because I saw what they picked and the draft and the fact that like the Anivia was the only thing that was banned, and then they picked this Caitlyn, and then mm-hmm. they swapped it five minutes i was like this is just so weird and dumb um that like the moment this swapped happened and how many ganks uh gecko was getting from thrills like there was a (laughs) literally gecko killed himself after Thrills already ganked and blew the flash on uh, on uh, Bonkers, and he like walked up into turret range to try to kill, yeah, to try to kill Bonkers. Yeah, and I'm like, cool. dude, what are you doing? You need the Ramus to tank that if you're going to yep. make that play. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was like the early mid game was just like so funny to watch, <laughs> but like. That's that's is, sounds yeah. bad to say, but like it just it was just a fiesta. Uh, from what I saw, it seemed like such a fiesta on onslaught shadow side, while like glacial uh, while hijack was just kind of like playing League of Legends. Yeah, 
So that uh, that's all we've got uh, for games that happened this past week. Uh, so taking us to games upcoming. Um, Killer Instinct against Hijack. Uh, we've seen Killer Instinct actually lose a game this week. Uh, so some chinks in their armor as well. Uh, I'm going to say 1-1. I think you're mistaken, my dude. No? On the dates, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, you're right. Yep. My, my mouse scrolled up, so... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so let's who, bounce against the, Curtain Call. Yeah, let's bounce versus Curtain Call. I'm going to say 2-0. Let's bounce. Uh, I will uh, see you there and uh, agree. 2-0. Let's bounce. Final yep. Spark, Killer Instinct. This one, I'll uh, say 1-1. Yeah, I said 1-1 one, one for this. Like, the Killer Instinct games were really uncharacteristically, unca like, weird to me. Like, especially Game 2. I mean, Game 1, they also weren't necessarily winning the early game. Like, Inserts mm -hmm. was doing a lot. Um, I don't know. It, it, it was just such a weird, like, showing from them in general because we saw like chopped on two tanks and i kind of just felt like he's just done so much more playing yeah the, the carry champs top. yeah and honestly the ziggs wasn't really doing it for me i would much rather see uh reaper on lux or Fizz yeah. or something else than uh, he's definitely ziggs. shown you know the capability to you know play both those champs super well uh destiny against hijack uh, this one I actually said two zero and gave it to Destiny. Oh me! I already put you down as two zero Destiny. Okay, well, fair enough. I'll because uh... <laughs> I just assumed that was going to be that. <laughs> I guess my vote has been cast. Uh, I mean, am I wrong or? Uh, I've seen. You know, glimmers of hope come out of hijack, uh, but no, I, I, Destiny is, I think, one of the favorites uh, right now. Surprisingly, yeah. I mean, I really, really enjoyed their uh, hijacks uh, game two comp uh, mm -hmm. with like set top, and I still think Graves is behind the meta, but whatever. Like it worked out, and then Vlad mid, like I. I just yeah, feel like an actual comp. You, I feel like you have, yeah, I feel like you have two people who can be very versatile and tricky and bonkers, and even Wolfie too. And they've just kind of like always tried to like they coin flip game themselves. one. Yeah, they like yeah. cement themselves in certain ways that it's yep. just like why. Um. So absolute zero against onslaught of shadows. I said uh, one. I actually think Absolute Zero could 2-0 them. Okay. Um, just because yeah, of... Yeah, was everywhere, man. Yeah. He had a really good... Early, he had really good early games, both games. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm i actually going to give it a 2-0 to Onslaught of Shadows, and, you know, I, I could to be Onslaught way wrong. Or, or no, excuse, Absolute Zero. 2-0 okay. for Absolute Zero. Yeah, um, I'm... I'm kind of worried about mid lane for Onslaught of Shadows. Um, not because of like this Caitlyn choice, but like we've seen him play. Uh, we've seen. I think he played Lissandra last week against Let's Bounce and kind of got bodied. So like, well, I am it's a, against I'm, High and Hippie. So yeah, hey, I'm just <laughs> saying. Um, I I'm just kind of worried because it just seems like his champ pool is kind of like a Nivea shot. Yeah. <laughs> like it just, I don't know. Yeah, send, it, uh, send him top, send it, have him go Lissandra and, you know, let Gecko, you know, go back mid. And uh, I think he could probably, you know, have his way with Nykrit. So. Yeah. I, but I do really enjoy top lane's going to be, fun to watch i hope we don't get like what we kind of got in the ki uh absolute zero game where we had like 
uh, bruiser into a tank. Mm-hmm. I want a bruiser bruiser fight. Like I want this to be like what every game Pharaoh plays and is like. I want to see the skill checks. I want to see the we're just battling it out one. So that's uh, Gecko against Doom. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Gecko's actually had a real like from swapping from mid to top i think he's yeah. done really well and especially really well for onslaught shows i would say Definitely. he's been very important in a lot of their wins yep uh well um, that'll but this is also the uh, f- uh this is also the eighth versus ninth team uh yes it is so if hypothet like if i'm hijack i want them to one one I don't want either person to go 2-0. Right. Yeah, they've got to keep the points close. Yeah. Uh, And so, again, this is the 10th of uh, May, and we've got the 17th and 24th, and that's it. So uh, this could be the second – well, will be for a lot of teams their second to last week. Um, You know, and if whatever team has a a buy on the 17th and isn't playing on the 24th, this actually – uh, it could be the last week. Um, no, I think the so everybody's has, yeah second to last week. So yeah, um, I think the team that has a the team that has a buy on the seventeenth is plays again twenty fourth. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, that'll do it for this episode of uh, Press Our Esports to Duck. Uh, we'll try to get Malco back in next week. Uh, if not, we are open to volunteers. Uh, for the third person so you can uh, watch some games and uh, come banter with us uh, to talk some League of Legends and uh, games next week on Monday uh, in houses again Wednesday night sub priority as we wind down the season in the March of the playoffs thanks so much have a great night